Inspiring others to inspire themselves, welcome to Flow in the Spirit, where we take a dive into the natural world to offer spiritual guidance to the believers and non-believers of Christ. Everyone is invited to Flow in the Spirit, hosted by yours truly, Official Mama Ann. All right, what is up, you guys? It's your girl, Ann, and I am back with another Flow in the Spirit podcast. We are still talking about the series Aligned. I know I missed last week. Last week was my dad's birthday. Definitely got to celebrate the family. Um, However, we are getting back into the topic of chakras and everything that goes into opening yourself up to the spiritual demonic realm. Um, And we're definitely going to get into it because a lot of the times we do things out of ignorance because we aren't aware of certain things that are happening around us. However, that does not mean that we have to fall into the trap of trendiness and continue to follow those trends. So with that being said, let's go ahead and flow in the spirit. I'm your girl, Ann. Let's get started. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into scripture, which is uh, very important because we definitely, like I said in the last podcast, We're going to continue to open up the word of God because at the end of the day, that is the basis of the entire faith walk that we live. So the first scripture that we have regarding the sacral chakra, and for those that do not know, the sacral chakra is supposed to represent sexuality, pleasure, and creativity. Go ahead and get your thoughts deep into what we're talking about today because we're going to be hot, honest, open, and transparent. Let's keep it hot today okay it's getting steamy up in here so with the first scripture that we have is going to be genesis 1 and 28 it says and god blessed them he said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth Now, for those that do not know, that definitely is talking about Adam and Eve and when they both found each other in the garden after Eve was created from the rib. I'm having a flashback in my head of the conversation me and my brother had the other day. Anyways, when Eve was created from the rib, Adam woke up and saw and said, whoa, I will name her woman. What was they going to do next? They needed to be fruitful and multiply. It was time to do the do. It was time to get freaky in the sheets. It was time to consummate their marriage. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. All right, so our next scripture is going to be Proverbs 5, verse 15 through 17. It says, drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets having sex with just anyone? You should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Now, in this verse, they were being very vague about what the specific topic was. But I'm pretty sure God ain't going to be mad at you for sharing water. But he going to be mad at you for sharing water. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm putting quotations on the second water for those on the podcast. However, this scripture is talking about your fruit of the spirit. 
you know, the beautiful gift God gave you between your legs, that water, you know, and all I got to say is, is that the Bible is telling us to drink from our own well, which means that whoever our spouse is, that is the well we should be enjoying. We should keep the well clean. We should want to make sure the well is well kept. We want to make sure the well is maintenanced. Okay. Keep the well clean. So that way, when your spouse comes in, it is time to enjoy the tasty water that you have prepared for them period. And that is only in marriage. And for those that say, well, I'm not a virgin anymore. And why does it matter? Babe, we will get into that conversation later. Just know that you are priceless. No matter how many times you've had sex, male or woman, no matter how many times you have done any other type of sexual activity, God does not care about that. And your man or woman of God will not care about it either. Period. Next scripture. All right, so next up we have 1 Corinthians 7 and 3, or 7, chapter 7, verse 3, okay? So in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 3, it says, The husband must fulfill his marital duty to his wife with goodwill and kindness, and likewise the wife to her husband. We're going back to sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Yeah, y'all thought I didn't know no unholy songs, but guess what? <laughs> I know the unholy songs, honey. I know that, baby, you don't have to try to free my mind because you know I want to get it in. Yeah, uh-huh. We know all about that. But let me tell you something. God ordained sex to be for the man and wife, okay? It wasn't for this polygamous culture that we're seeing. It wasn't for the the lock and key conversation that people are having. I don't care what nobody says. And let me pause and put a timeout on this conversation real quick. For the men who believe that their key is the master key, you do not have any self-worth. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. For the men who feel like they have to have all the experience and their woman needs to be a body count under five, you are ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you why. You are ridiculous because you don't have any type of standard for your penis, but you want your wife, your girlfriend, your partner to have a high standard for her vagina? Double standards don't work in the bedroom, babe. And we can get into that scripture next because the Bible does not discriminate between a man and a woman in their bedroom. Be led by the Holy Spirit and do the thing, okay? Period. Anyways. The scripture says the husband must fulfill his marital duty to his wife with goodwill and kindness and likewise the wife to her husband. That means that if you are withholding sex from your partner, your husband or your wife by marriage, if you are holding with sex from your partner in marriage, you are not fulfilling your marital duty. 
Okay, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of flesh. This is now we're talking about sexual pleasures of the flesh, mental pleasures of the flesh, emotional pleasures of the flesh, physical pleasures of the, of the flesh. This is what we're talking about. When God wants us to walk by the Spirit, when we're flowing in the Spirit, you see what I did there? We don't care about any worldly thing, any fleshly desire, because we only care about the desires of God's heart. Point blank, period. When we are gratifying his kingdom and we are gratifying the spirit of the Lord, there is nothing on this earth that will gratify our flesh except God himself. Jesus, the son, the Holy Spirit edifying this temple right here. All in the home base. You feel me? So whether it's. You know, you might struggle with overeating and you're going to McDonald's. I am a big McDonald's fan when it comes to the Big Mac. Not going to lie to y'all. However, the Bible also speaks about doing everything in moderation. If the Holy Spirit told you you need to eat a salad today and you decided to munch on them Pringles cans. Stop eating the Pringles. Okay, I know they're good and you can't just have one. But baby. Baby, eat that salad, because I'll tell you right now, the day you eat that salad, it's going to spark a path of healthy living, okay? When that, when the Holy Spirit tells you, I know y'all seen the TikTok of the girl that acts like she's God with a little paper towel over her head, and she has the big Bible, and she's pretending to be an angel, and she tells God, well, God, okay, so this one, he's like cute, and he, you know, takes me out to eat, and I, I heard he goes to church and God be like, no, he don't really be going to church. He'd be lying. And she'd be like, I'm going to see for myself. And then she walks out. I know y'all seen that TikTok. That girl is my favorite. Let me tell you something. That is exactly what Galatians 5 and 16 is talking about. It says, walk by the spirit. You will not gratify and you will not gratify the desires of flesh. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Can I get it? Amen, Lucky. Amen. That's all I got to say on that one. So just listen to the Holy Spirit. Allow him to move you. Allow him to walk with you and order your steps in the word of God. And I promise you, your flesh will be so gratified. You won't even have to worry about eating chocolate. You won't have to worry about texting that no good girl or boy. You won't have to worry about, oh, I don't got that many likes on Instagram. We don't care. Why? Because I got God. All right, so now we're going to get into Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, and that scripture speaks on this. It says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man. Creativity, right? That's what the sacral chakra is supposed to work on. It's supposed to work on your creativity and opening up your creativity chakra so then that way creativity flows through you. Guess what, y'all? My name is Ann Coleman, and I don't need no sacral chakra to be creative. Okay, it says Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 says, Whatever you do, work heartily. So, whatever you do, do it from the heart. Make sure that it's something that makes you happy, make sure it makes the Lord happy. And then it says, And as for the Lord, and not for men. 
There's a lot of things that we do and we look over our shoulder to see if somebody's clapping for us. Why do we care? Self-esteem, so low. Sound like you need to go back to that root chakra episode we were talking about and you need to find your identity in Christ. Because once you find out that you're the child of God, you are the heirs of Abraham and you have all the blessings that is laid up in store for us, why in the world would you care? All right, and finally, the last scripture I have that I feel just closes this all in a nutshell for the sacral chakra scriptures. I believe that first Timothy chapter four, verse 14 sums it all up. It says, do not neglect the gift you have, which was given to you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. That is literally my life. 10 years ago, a lady in our church told me to dare to be different. 10 years later, I finally decided to dare to be different. And I could not be more happy than I have been these past 10 years. I kid you not. Chasing love, trying to find myself, trying to cover up doing what, what did it say? What did it say? What Colossians 3 and 23 said? Trying to gratify men and making sure that my work I'm getting a pat on the back from somebody behind me. Like, no, no. 10 years later, we have finally decided to follow in the footsteps of the Holy Spirit and listen to the gift that I was given and not neglect it. Because why? I'll tell you why. When you decide to walk in Christ and do the gifts and perform the gifts that God has given you, you're not only going to make yourself happy. Somebody else is going to be happy because of you period. Like, I don't, okay, perfect example. Your birthday. When somebody give you a gift and you don't use it, doesn't that make them upset? They be like, oh, I see you haven't worn that scarf I gave you last Christmas, but you still wearing this new scarf that you just got last week. Come on, y'all. It's simple and plain. Like, we don't even got to get that deep into the Bible to really understand what the word is telling us. We don't have to get deep whatsoever. We don't. We don't have to get deep. But I can tell you this. If you neglect the gifts that God has for you and you don't use them within the edification of his kingdom, you won't be getting in either. God gave you a gift for a reason. And when you use it, in a demonic way, in a morally good way, quote unquote, for people on the podcast, what are you, what are you expecting to gain from that? All right, everybody. So we're going to go ahead and transition on into the next episode of the series. I need everybody to grab their smartphone, their laptop, a tablet, and I need you to type in trinityschool.org. Okay, trinityschool.org, and you will go to the search bar, and you will type in, it's not new, it's true, chakras and Christianity. The title of the article is called, it's not new, it's true, chakras and Christianity. We are going to discuss this article, 
written by Miss Beth Hovis, a Trinity School instructor. And in the next episode, we're going to get a little deeper into my thoughts and what the word says about her conversation in this article. So let's go ahead and transition on into the next episode, you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye. What's up, you guys? If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave a review and share on your social media. If you have any topics you would like to discuss, message me at Official Mama Ann on Instagram. I'm so happy you stayed to the end and continue to flow in the spirit. Catch you in another episode. Peace.